Welcome to episode eight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez, and this is Nick Morahan, the ever charming chump of the podcast. So for those of you, so we, we have to make at some point in this, we have to make a YouTube series of this because I am wearing currently a a Germany football jersey, a, a, a national Germany football jersey, four stars. And Jermaine is wearing a non-bought French uh, jersey. So we have to make a YouTube series of this, but that will come in the future. Jermaine, it's so great. It's it's so great to be talking to you this week. I know it is. You're welcome. <laughs> oh man, we got a wild week of sports. Uh Fight Islands fleshed out. All four cards have been set. Um man, what else happened? Kyrie and Dwight Howard are leading the charge against the NBA. We had a we we had a PS4 event that happened. We had some MOB news. Man, Ben, stupid MLB. So tired of them. Yep. We got some we got some exciting NFL news because you know, I, as your resident GM, I love player movement. I love player contracts. So that'll be exciting later on the down the line. You've got the University of Texas <laughs> ground zero for the pandemic. The re the re-pandemic. The redemic. The redemic. <laughs> And uh, so on and so forth. So let's go ahead and get right into uh, this week's trivia. The segment that Nick introduced to the podcast that Jermaine Antonio Goro Mendez seems to keep carrying week in and week out. So, yeah, so you're I've, welcome so, for the hard-hitting content. Yeah, so I've been failing most of the listeners and Jermaine out there because uh, the trivia question, the, the trivia segment that I started, I think I've only provided the first trivia question and then not any of them before i think i've actually i actually led us to creating a stat last week that was below rate because i've actually missed 50 percent of our trivia questions that we've had in our podcast so far but because the main we the the thing that we want to talk about today we're talking about video games we're talking about sports our trivia question today, Jermaine. Jermaine, would you like me to say it or would you like to say it? Uh, no, you got it. Okay. I, I think, so, I think, go ahead, go ahead. So, our trivia question for today, obviously, we'll review the trivia question now. We'll give you the answer at the end of the show. What is the highest grossing sports video game of all time? And as we go through the show, we'll reveal to you. There are some sports video games that are coming out at certain times that we're very excited for. But what is the highest grossing sports video game of all time? When Jermaine proposed this question to me, I thought it has to be Madden. It has to be Madden. I was told that that might be a correct answer. So that the answer will come up to you at the end of this show. <clears throat> Professional podcast. <laughs> That's what you just call professional podcasting. You got to draw them in <laughs> and, leave them, and leave them wanting more. <laughs> Put it on the top shelf where the kids can't get it. Where the kids can't get it. <laughs> uh, so Nick Talks Out of His Ass has become a shorter and shorter talk segment every week, which is ideal, right? Uh, 
but we have, or we're, we're, just, or we're just, or we're just not paying as much attention to it as we should. Yeah. Oh, that could be it. But uh, we have to clarify that UFC 252, the trilogy between Cormier and Miocic, is actually in Vegas and will not be on Fight Island. Which, UFC, what are you doing? I only want fights on Fight Island now. What are you doing? Yeah. On the beach. Just have, don't even have an octagon. Just have them fight on the beach. Five rounds, five fou- fighters. One runs the gauntlet. Run the jewels, announces it. We told you what we want. Get it done, Dana. Yeah, we told you, Dana, Dana, reach out, room 303, you know what we want, you know what the people want, and that's that's what has to happen. It's got to be a gauntlet. And if Run the Jewels is too expensive, room 303 will do it for free. For free, Dana. Listen to me. Just throw in our names in the hat. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, so we got a big sporting event coming up this weekend. It is one of America's tried and true blue blood sports that be, that was super prominent at the turn of the uh, 20th century. It was one of the top three sports. It is none other than horse racing. Say it with me. I, horse racing. I love it, man. I, I love it because we've also we've missed out on the prime season of horse racing horse racing and as a gambling podcast this is the main event really we have a we 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 have stepping stones we have a couple of we have some we have some cheddar we have a little bit of pizza money to throw on sporting events we have the super bowl we have the world series March we have March Madness, and then we have the Triple Crown. That's 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 those are the required events to put money on. And now we have our first one. That's the Belmont Stakes. Now, Jermaine, I have I have a couple of picks for you. Obviously, the Belmont Stakes is not normally the Belmont Stakes is normally the third event in the Triple Crown. Starts with the Kentucky Derby moves to the Preakness Stakes, and then the Belmont is the final one. The Belmont normally is a mile-and-a-half course. It's normally a tough course that eliminates the sprinting horses from the field. However, now the Belmont Stakes has been eliminated to one-and-one-eighth mile. So I have a couple of picks for you. Well, why is that one-and-one-eighth significant? So this one-and-one-eighth is significant because – if you think of one and one half, a half mile that the Belmont Stakes normally is, is that that's normally, it normally takes the sprint horses and it eliminates them. Because if a horse can sprint over one and one eighth mile and win, sort of like a, sort of like a Tampa Bay, uh, another derby that we're not talking about is that that horse is a good sprinter. They can run over a short distance, but a mile and a half course like like uh, Belmont is, like a Churchill Downs is, is that you, now you see a horse that can sprint through the turn and then on the straightaways can maintain that speed and then can also finish out. So you need a horse, just like when you're talking about Olympics, you want a guy that can run, but also sprint 
right? That's what you're talking about with a half mile. However, we don't have that half mile anymore. Now we have one and one eighths mile. That means it's purely sprint. There's no endurance for the horses. It's purely sprint. That's what the Belmonts came came to now because of COVID. It's one and one eighths mile and no fans. That's what the Belmont Stakes has become. That's what the the Belmont Stakes has become in our era of COVID. It's the first race of the Trevor Crown this year, followed by the Preakness, or no, followed by the Kentucky Kentucky Derby, and then the Preakness. Correct? (laughs) That's right, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, let me double check that. You're slurring your words. Yeah, for sure. But, right, so the Preakness is October 3rd. Let me look up the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, and, look up the, com- the Kentucky, Kentucky Derby, Derby real quick. September 5th, 2020. So, yeah. So, I Bel- got it I I got it backwards. So, Belmont first, Kentucky second, Preakness third. The Preakness will be the race for the Triple Crown if there is a horse that can qualify for it, obviously. Obviously, right. So now we move into my picks for the Belmont, right? So I have five horses that you should watch. And I'll I'll tell you the horses, and then I'll tell you what I took and I personally bet on. So we have Tap It to Win. Tap It to Win, obviously, six to one favorite, running out of the two position. Uh, Sol Volante, nine to two favorite, running out of the three position. Max player, 15 to 1, running out of the 5 position. Farmington Road, also another 15 to 1, running out of the running out of the 6 position. And then Tis the Law, 6 to 5, the favorite in the field for Belmont Stakes, running out of the ninth position. 6 to 5. 6 to 5. So the the favorite in the field. A couple of bets that I like going to the Belmont Stakes. I love the Exacta, Tis the Law, and Max Player 1-2. That's the Exacta. Obviously, the Exacta is a horse. You have to predict exactly what horse finishes first, what horse finishes second. Max, fast horse, already won at Tampa Bay this year, is the second fastest horse in the field. I don't think that uh, that Tis the Law is going to lose the Belmont Stakes. Fastest horse in the field, in a good pull, in, in a good pole position on the outside. They're going to win the Belmont Stakes. Just in case they don't, a couple of horses to look at. Uh, Sol Volante, obviously nine to two, and then if you want to predict a horse and win, right, which means they finish first place. Max Player fifteen to one. That's a great pick to have to win. They're a fast horse. They're a young horse, a two-year colt, right? But they ran the Tampa Bay Derby, which obviously is a grade two derby, but they ran the Tampa Bay Derby, the second fastest horse in this race. They so, are a very fast horse. So they're second behind Tis the player. So so Tis the Law is law. like if if you want to if 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 you want a horse to bet it all on, you're obviously not gonna get your return for it, right? I think at at notice, I think it might be minus one forty to take Tizzala to win it all. But Tizzala is the fastest horse in this race. She's proven it. She's not ridden 
rode hard and put up wet, which means she has not been raced frequently over the last two months. She's had a race last month and a race the, the month before that. She's a good horse to pick. She's fast. I, I, I like there's, there's no way I, I made a couple bets in which tis the law doesn't win it, but in my trifecta, the most, uh, horses that I've picked tis the law is the winner, right? Tis the law max player. And then any combination of tap it to win. So and Farmington road. That's the horses that I've picked for the Belmont. Okay. There you have it, folks. Belmont breakdown. I like uh you said Max Player at 15 to 1 is a two-year Colt. I really like Max, I like that. So like Max that. So Max Player, right? Has not raced in a so the so when we, we consider Churchill Downs, um Belmont Stakes, Kentucky Derby, a lot of those big races tier they're considered they're considered tier one, right? Max player has not raced in a tier one race ever, but co- ever, Ooh. but coming up, but Sleeper. coming up, so but would- coming up <laughs> in a tier three race and a tier two race, both in 2020, they placed first in both those races and recorded a speed time. So the fastest horse, obviously over that mile and a half mile and a fourth or mile and an eighth recorded a time that bested all but two horses in the Belmont Stakes field right now. And one of those being the the odds on favorite. One of those being Tis, Tis the, law. the Law. I don't I, I don't think Tis the Law loses this race. Tis the Law had a so uh, for for my horse racing fans out there, Tis the Law had the highest speed factor on the rail and then on the outside. Both? Both. And they won <laughs> first in both race. Oh. They won first in both races. They were on the rail and they were on the outside. Right. You would have liked Tizzala to have five to, to have the five to seven pole position. They didn't yeah. get that. No, they got the outside, yeah. They got the outside. But she's already had a race where she had the outside and finished first with a speed with a speed equivalent that is better than any other member of the field has run in a grade one race. So I, you got I mean I think I'm going max player to finish first or second. That's I so I so 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 the the obviously the bets win show place, right? If you're gonna take max player Obviously, take them at a smaller dollar amount because they have higher odds. I took Max Player to win at $5, right? 15 to 1 obviously pays me a little bit more. I also take I also took Max to show, which means he could place third, second, or first again at $10 because it's a little bit less odds, right? But that's those Max Player, great horse, fast horse, could upset the field here at Belmont. So Max Player, having never raced a Tier One event, do, so does that make him the dark horse of the field? <laughs> I would I would say that between Max Player and Farmington Road, Max Player is my dark horse at fifteen to one. Yeah, I mean, it was I was just making a a pun. That was a good pun. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm liking that Max Player pick. Uh, hopefully, Tis the Law's jockey falls off or something. 
I've put in a, I've put in a bit of, I've put in a good amount of money into the Belmont stakes. So I haven't placed my bets yet, but I'll probably do what I always do and place them right before tip off. Because your boy needs to feel that rush. Plus, I haven't, right. I haven't lost any money this year. You know what I mean? No money, no money down. So also for everybody so out there, so everybody out there, w- what we're talking about right now, obviously. If anything changes between now and Saturday when they're running the races, we'll post it on the Instagram. We'll post it on the Twitter. We'll come out with our picks on Saturday when the Belmont runs. I think the so it's the Belmont number 10 race. It runs at like 524, 1724 at night. So we will come out obviously multiple hours before. What's that? Eastern. Eastern, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll come out multiple hours before that with our picks for what we think of the Belmont. I don't think they're going to change for what I got, but we will put those out, who we think to win, who we think to show, who we think to place, what our best trifecta and our best exacta is for these for these uh for these for this race. If you guys don't know what exacta is and what tri- uh triveca is, let me know, hit us up. And I will explain it personally to you what it is because it's been far too long before we gambled on, on sports and you boys back. Back. I'm back. Like back. Jordan wearing the four or five. It ain't I'm to back. play games with you. It's to aim at you. <laughs> but I'm not going to have a four or five game. I'm going to have a two, three game. If I own you, I'm going to blow you to smithereens. I messed that whole all up. Sorry. I apologize, Jay-Z. I apologize. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, let's get back. Mean. Let's get back to the favorite our favorite annoyance of the sports world right now. Some of the return news. Uh Fight Island has set all four events. So early prelims, prelims, and main cards are out for all four events. That being the uh July eleventh triple title fight card. Uh, July 15th, uh, July 18th, and July 25th. So at 15th, you have uh, the featherweight bout between Calvin Qatar versus Dan Ige. You have – that's the main event. For July 18th, you have the vacant flyweight title bout between – and I'm probably going to butcher these names. I should really <laughs> – Look this up beforehand, but uh, Diavidson Figueredo versus Joseph Benavides. I think he nailed that one. Hopefully. <laughs> and then to cap off Fight Island, which I am so hyped for, July is going to be dope. Just seeing a bunch of grown men and women hit each other in the face for everything. And it's going to be Robert Whitaker versus Darren Till. And it's going to be the return of Alexander Gustafson. But he's actually moving up in weight to fight uh, Fabrizio Verdum in the heavyweight sector. And that should be pretty interesting. Yeah, because he was he was a light heavyweight before this, right? Yeah, he was he was well, Daniel Cormier is John Jones' biggest com- competitor. Um, even though, even though he keeps getting smoked he by was, he, <laughs> he was he was the second biggest competitor to John Bone Jones or yeah. to, to to Daniel Cormier, right? Yeah, he's he he was 
many consider him to be one of John Jones' biggest rivals. And there's a strong pocket of MMA fight fans that believe Gustafsson beat Jones in the light heavyweight in their first bout. Uh, I am not one of those people. (laughs) It was a tremendously admirable effort, but um, I think the decision was made. Jones bested him. I think the decision was made. The judges called it, and Gustafsson did not win it, and we'll leave it at that. Anyways, uh, (laughs) let's, let's touch base on MLB. I got two words to sum it up. Fuck, fuck baseball. Carry no, on. so no, so I got I I got at the beginning of the week there were there were three words right when and where for MLB. It was a hashtag movement, dog. Hashtag hashtag, hashtag when and where. Hashtags get stuff done, apparently, right? Hashtag hashtag when and where. So the owners, obviously recognizing this monumental movement that happened, proposed a situation to the MLB. They said 60 games in 70 days, 60 games in 72 days, full prorated salary, which is one thing that we know That's the what players MLB have been arguing for, right? Right. Uh, expanded playoffs in 20, in 2020 and 2021 and a DH in the national league forever. Right. So they, that, that was going forward. Right. So Jermaine, if you're a player, in baseball, what I just proposed to you, you just got what you wanted. Like, oh yeah, full prorated salaries, expanded playoffs, the DH. It's a good deal. Boom. Right. Let's sign it, right? So the DH was to be tested for 2020 and 2021, but we all know that it was going to stick. There's no way they're going to let that go, especially with a new collective bargaining coming up yeah. at the end of this season. Absolutely. So Jermaine, as a player, you would say, wow, that's great. That's everything I wanted. That's a great deal. Yeah, that's I'm, a great I'm, deal. I'm taking that. But unfortunately, the MLB oh, the, the the MLBPA came back and said, "No, we want seventy games, ten more games." And now they're trying to blame it on the owners for not accepting this proposition. There just seems to be a back and forth here. That it just seems like, first of all, this is not a CBA agreement. I get it that. In the last CBA agreement, the players got messed over. But this got, is not a CBA they agreement. Out, they got taken out back and bent over for sure. Taken out to lunch, right? Bent over a barrel and shown the 50 states. But this is not time for that. Everybody in America wants to see baseball. You got your proposition. You could agree to it and say, yes, I like that. It's a 60-game season. It's a little bit more than a high school season, a little bit more than a college season. Plus, plus expanded playoffs. That means more plus, teams would have made it, so they had more opportunities to play deep run baseball. And a DH, which completely changes the offense of baseball. No more bunts. Now you got a guy who you could sign to a contract, an older guy who can now play in the NL and the AL, who maybe can't move defensively, but he can hit still. He can hit bombs. Every one of four at-bats, he can hit a home run but you guys don't accept it. What the, are you doing? The DH, and now you, bl- the and DH now you kills blame- our favorite. It kills exactly. our favorite. Pitchers who rake. Pitchers who rake. Hashtag pitchers who rake. Shout out. And now you're saying that 
you don't accept this proposal because you want 10 more games? <laughs> both, of you, both of you are in the wrong. Nobody wants baseball to happen this season except for the fans. And who gives a fuck about them? Yeah, I mean, six to eight owners have already come uh, – six to eight owners – uh, you know, unnamed have said they're all right with not having a season this year. And so, I, I don't, uh, I don't blame them at this point. Like, we I'm, gave well, you I'm, everything we wanted. I'm on the owner's side on, on this one, which is not something I say very often. No, I'm not all about often. The players getting paid, but the Major League Baseball Player Association, uh, they they call her daddy themselves. <laughs> they got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. So, so for those of you who don't know, call her daddy means you get exactly what you wanted, and then you go, "No, that's not enough." <laughs> you get a hundred percent of your IP back. No. What? No. What, no. What, what? What do you want? What do you want, players? They gave you everything you wanted in a sixty-game season. All right. Fuck it. Anyway, let's move on. Move. Jermaine, talk let's to go me to- about NBA. NBA. Well, the NBA is, I mean, it's as chaotic as baseball right now. Despite a plan to agree with three preseason games in Orlando bubble, the hotels coming out, the amenities that are presented for the players, <laughs> they keep spotlighting no doubles ping pong in all the no- news articles. <laughs> I just think that's that's hysterical. Like, you guys can play ping pong, hang out, play Xbox, do all this other stuff, but no doubles ping pong. That's that's where we draw the line, young ladies. (laughs) And so we got good news coming out of it. Uh, Troy Weaver, a VP of basketball operations for the Oklahoma City Thunder, is actually hired to be the GM for the Pistons. And this dude's actually got a pretty uh, remarkable track record of a career. So he went from a high-profile AAU program to a Syracuse scout (laughs) <laughs> to um, an executive in the NBA for over 12 years. And now he's moved to full GM. So this guy has literally taken, you know, he's worked at every level of basketball. And now he's bringing that knowledge, that forethought. And, you know, he, he definitely has the ability to scout young, younger talent because of his time around AAU ball. So I thought it was so pretty so what you're saying is the bad boys are coming back. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a little premature. Uh, their roster is ill-fitting, ill-formed, and uh, latent with holes. Uh, it's going to be a blow-up project that it's going to be unprecedented because they have Blake Griffin's contract, and I don't know what they're going to do. That dude's got that dude's got a tough job, but he does bump the number of uh, minority general managers in the NBA to nine now. So that's always a good trend to see happen. Uh, so the opt out for the season restart deadline. So for players that don't want to play, based on how they feel with social reform issues, whether it be uh, their overall player safety or they have family members with uh, compromised immunosystems set for June 24th. All they have to do is let their team know by June 24th that they won't be playing and, you know, there won't be any penalty, but there also won't be any paychecks. And then, uh, so the big news in the NBA this week was uh, Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard championing 
the players that don't 100% agree with NBA's uh, project restart. Uh, it's been covered into the ground. Um, I think it's unjust to <laughs> to put this whole thing on two players when there's clearly a larger pocket of at least 50. Yeah. The numbers, it's at least 50. It, it, 50, 50 players on the call. They just had one representative. Right. Kyrie's the only one whose name gets dropped. And so – that's where that comes in for the opt out for next Thursday. So the NBA has listened. And if you don't want to play, you don't have to, (laughs) I do think it's funny that Kyrie Irving uh, is out for the season because of shoulder surgery. And he fully intended to go to the Orlando bubble. And then rumor has it that Kyrie was told he could not attend uh, so this is alleged. I, this is not back. This is just Kendrick Perkins uh, running his mouth. And you know that 2008 Boston Celtics teams loved to, loves to talk and say the dumbest things. So allegedly Kyrie was told he can't come because he's hurt and there's no reason for him to be there in the pandemic, in the bubble. So that makes 1,000% 1, sense. And now he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to lead a revolt. And I'm I'm, I'm going to do everything that I can to bring issue to this. But if he's not playing in Orlando, it's kind of like that's that's pretty convenient timing. So he's one of six NBA uh, player association, uh, like vice presidents, vice right? Presidents, right? That's that are elected by the the players. He's one of six, so he was privy to all these calls before. So this whole like restart announcement and agenda like he was in all those calls and it was even reported that he was in the call uh, after george floyd's death um tragic and he was in the call asking adam silver questions about amenities and food and how players will be taken care of and if there will be masseuses and how they're going to maintain their health and this that and the other so and then all of a sudden he wasn't all of a sudden Brooklyn didn't invite him and all of a sudden he is I don't think it was Brooklyn I think the NBA said no dude we're limiting people down here we're testing like it's a whole big thing and all of a sudden he's anti he's anti playoffs yeah it seems convenient um I don't know how much credence that rumor has but it 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 sounds more plausible than not uh also I'm not one who believes in coincidence for sure (laughs) Yeah, when 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 you get told you're not going to a place that you wanted to go to, I, uh, me having a three year old daughter, I think I can know this. They're gonna raise a stink about not going, and they're gonna try to divert you to being like, yeah, but I'm actually mad about this. It's like, well, are you really mad about that or not getting ice cream? <laughs> uh, first of all, if you're not giving your three year old ice cream, shame on you. She gets ice cream, dog. <laughs> First of all, dude, I'm a pushover father. Of course she gets ice cream. <laughs> no, not you. Not me, dog. Dude, she's me. She's me. So she's like, can I get some ice cream? I'm like, sure, baby. <laughs> Yo, did you see the hard knocks news? I did, yeah. So the so the NFL hard knocks news, uh, the NFL will be covering both LA teams, both the Chargers and the Rams will be covered. 
I know what episodes I'm tuning in for. I'm tuning in for the Rams episodes. <laughs> You're crazy. I'm tuning in for the Chargers, bro. So, so the Chargers. So Chargers also, by the way, there's I I I I don't believe in co- coincidence. Like Jermaine doesn't believe in coincidence. The Chargers get the Chargers express interest in signing Colin Kaepernick. They get hard knocks. They sign Colin Kaepernick. Let's go. Colin Kaepernick on hard knocks. You heard it here first. Podcast room 303. Book it. Confirm. Book it. Colin Book Kaepernick it. to the Chargers. He will Book be it. Colin. I remember what we said earlier in the year. We said Cam Newton to the Chargers. Fuck that. Colin Kaepernick to the Chargers. Book it. Cam Newton's going to go back up Matt Stafford in Detroit. <laughs> oh, dude, I hope so. If Cam Newton can win the Detroit Lions a playoff game, they'll forget he was ever a Panther. If he can win a playoff game in Detroit, they'll forget he was ever a Panther. Dog. He's going to be he's going to be the modern day Barry Sanders of that franchise. Dog, it, he's they're going to put up a Mount Rushmore outside their stadium, and it's going to be Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, all he did was win that one playoff game and leave. <laughs> and D Law. All right, uh, all right. So we've got to discuss the Jamal Adams trade request. You asked me earlier today where I think he was going. And I did my pragmatic GM approach, talked about salary cap and this well, that. We both we both that. thought we both thought one thing, just not analyzing it. We both thought one thing off the bat, and that team was the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. We both thought Jamal Adams to Cleveland was the best pick. Dude, so think about all the LSU secondary players they have, and then Jamal Adams goes and joins them. <sighs> and then so all the LSU players they have in general. So, but then what my heart really, 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 really wants is uh, if you think back a few episodes ago when we, you and I did the uh, top twenty-five. No, the yeah. top the the, top, the, the yeah N- NFL under twenty-five team. Yeah, I want the Chargers to get Jamal Adams, Derwin James, and Jamal Adams, dude. Bro, and then if you think about their if you think about their cat corners, they have Hayward. They just signed Chris Harris Jr. and and then they have they have a damn. Is it Jammer? Is it is it da- Jammer? Let me look it up real quick. Jammer like <laughs> Quentin Jammer. I think that's I think it's Jammer, but it's not. Quint- There's no way they have Quentin Jammer. He retired in like 2005. <laughs> but just so 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 on this topic, right? So. Uh, Jamal Adams or submitted a trade request to the Jets today. About two hours after we got news that he would submit a request for trade, he said he would welcome a trade to these teams. Jermaine, these teams were the Baltimore Ravens, the Dallas Cowboys, Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, San Francisco 49ers, and Seattle Seahawks. As a GM, you got to look at this and be like, Jamal, really? All those teams made the playoffs last year. I mean, he's a. I mean, like, no shit. You want to go there? Yeah, Jamal. yeah. No, 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 duh. 
You want to go to a team that wins playoff games. Guess what? I'm the GM. You're going to get wherever I get the best value for Dude, you. That, that's that's what I told you. You were like, you were like, I guess he's not going to the Browns. And I was like, I was like, well, first of all, as the general manager, uh, his leaked trade request, he can go yeah. fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great, dog. Good, good talk. All right, so I misspoke. The secondary would be if Jamal Adams went and it was him and Derwin James, right? Which is already a filthy tandem to have as your safeties. Disgusting. But you have <laughs> Derwin James, Jamal Adams, right? If you slot him in. Then you have Chris Harris Jr. Desmond King II was who I was trying to think of. I, I thought of Quentin Jammer because he's a longtime charger. And then <laughs> for sure. And then Casey Hayward um would be the other corner. Casey Hayward Jr. How oh, yeah. that would that secondary oh, bro. You couldn't throw. You just had to run the ball. You just they had were, to hope you ran the ball. Yo, and then that secondary versus Patrick Mahomes and that receiving core, that secondary versus Oakland's receiving revamped receiving oh, core. For sure. And then that secondary versus Denver's receiving core. Yeah. That's a must that's a must watch passing game football defensive and offensive i'm on board for that that is what my heart wants i do not think they have the salary cap flexibility of course not (laughs) or i don't think they have any path to that but it's here's looking at you chargers it's what we want if we want you to side call kaepernick and trade for jamal adams chargers anthony use your money hey Al, <laughs> talking to you, Anthony Lynn. It's on you, dog. Room three or three demanded it. You do it. Balls in your court. <laughs> Balls in your court, dog. Oh man. So Jermaine, you mentioned you mentioned at the beginning of the show that the that your um that your favorite football team, your college football team, UT, the Longhorns, has had somewhat of a. Uh, uh, outbreak tumultuous in the, in the latest, the least tumultuous. Oh man, so 13 of their football players have tested positive. It's probably it's it's most likely because they're all hanging out. It, oh, know. for sure, and they're all having parties when they got back on campus. Yeah, nobody's been training, they've all been tr- chugging trulies for sure. <laughs> and then they have 10 more in isolation, dog. So it's a total, I don't know if it's 10 that are the same as the 13 where if it's 13 tested positive with 10 more in isolation, either way. Oh, uh, Jesus. It, so you're saying there's a possibility Texas has 23 players just in isolation. Just, just in some sort of, uh, <laughs> re, re, remain in place, you know, shelter in place types shenanigans. Oh man. Texas, fo- Texas football. Take a, taking taking an early season L to say the least. <laughs> yeah, uh, starting out the season zero and one. So, dude, uh, we got we got that soccer news we were finally waiting for, bro. Yeah. Football, say it with me. Football, <laughs> football. Oh man! Not only did the English Premier League return with some absolute shenanigans. Did you did you see that? We'll see what happened. In the two games, so I, so I, I I watched the Man City Arsenal game, and I loved how it was. What was it? It was zero zero, 
David Luiz came in, and all of a sudden, it was 3-0 Man City. Such an Arsenal, such an Arsenal game to be played. Dude, David Luiz, I have was, I have this theory that he is actually paid A by the terrible other, football player. He's paid by the other team, and he and he goes out of his way to lose matches. <laughs> For the other team, he a portion, a portion of his contract is actually played by Man City. Is paid by Man City. Exactly, he is the Pete Rose, <laughs> professional soccer dog. You hear to hear first. David David Luiz is the Pete Rose of EPL soccer. <laughs> oh, and then the other thing is, uh, VAR disallowed the game-winning goal in the Sheffield United. Oh my god! And they got it so wrong. They got, and it's <laughs> and they're saying that they didn't have the the camera angles. It was so bad. They just missed it. They had all the There's angles, no and the refs were just like, "So that's so that missed, right?" And <laughs> all the refs were like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure." <laughs> The goalie's holding the ball over the line. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And then so Chelsea uh, splashed again by signing another player. Chelsea's coming. They're trying to win this offseason. Uh, Chelsea signed your boy. Yeah. T- yeah. So so there was there was a bit of a, a bit of a disagreement because I I didn't. So I, I I'm not really disappointed about this. So so Chelsea signed a guy from the Bundesliga from uh he was from uh, RB Leipzig, right? Leipzig, yeah, correct. Yeah, um, a guy named Timo Warner. Is it Werner? Yeah, Werner, 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 whatever. Drunk. You- um, yeah, d- drunk. Uh, everybody should bo- do a podcast drunk. Um, Timo. I think I, I think there is so, so so there was there was one there was a thing that happened this week which I think is a reason that the German players don't stay in the Bundesliga right so obviously Timo Werner is a dude who is German by birth right speaks German all that but this is the eighth season that Bayern's won the Bundesliga. There's no competition in the Bundesliga, so why would he go to Bayern just to be a winning team? He wants to go to the best league in Europe, which has been proven to be the Premier League or the Premier, Premier, Premier. <laughs> Insert British accent here. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Right? We we say Premier here, but y- you know what I mean. Like he doesn't want to go to like. They, they, it was rumored that Byron would sign him. Byron's not going to sign him because he wants to go play competitive soccer. Yeah, you Byron hit me, not, you hit me Byron, up. Byron won won the title, and I'm like, yeah, Duh. but yeah, Byron won the title eight years in a row. It's not shocking anymore. It's like, boring. It's it's, it's boring. It's boring. I, there's there, there's there's a, there's a there's a litany of. Bundesliga play, former Bundesliga players that are now playing in the Premier League, some as backups, that are now saying like, "That's why we moved from the Bundesliga. It's because the Bundesliga is it's boring. It's boring to watch. There's no fun. good teams in there. Yeah, 
except Bayern. Bayern wins it every year. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's fun to play on Bayern when it comes to Champions League time. But after that, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, yeah. So Champions League spot every year. I mean, so, so we win a Champions League. We win the the German Cup, and then we win uh the division. Okay, so we got in trouble, but every year we win the division. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, that was one of the 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 notes I had down for uh. Oh, actually, you know what? We don't have Bundesliga down here. <laughs> that's how little we care about that league. We have I mean, we the, don't we don't care. We, we don't have, care because 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 Byron won it already. We have the MLS down for notes of MLS. We yeah. don't even have Bundesliga <laughs> because because guess what? No matter what happens for the last eight years, Byron has won it. Oh, it's not news. It's not news anymore. And I and I'm a and I'm a Bayern fan. Jermaine, you know me. I owned three Bayern Munich jerseys. Like, yeah, a ninety a '90s Bayern jersey, a two thousands Bayern jersey, and now a a current Bayern jersey. Yeah, that's negative dollars too. Like, dog, it's not worth anything. I can sell it for them. I I have to pay somebody else to take it off me. <laughs> and with that official Barry job, we'll move on to the Serie A. And uh, dude, what with a stunner, Napoli, kick, bro, Napoli, <laughs> Napoli won the Coppa Italia, bro, four two in penalties, back to back years that Ronaldo and Juventus have lost in the final. Man. That's got to sting. He refuses to take penalties. Why Why are you not the first dude to step up and bury it? I don't think he refuses. I think that he wants to hit the, the, the decided penalty. But I know, but if it doesn't come to that, then you don't hit it. He didn't even get a chance to shoot, dog. You, you, you have to be so. So here's the thing about being captain on your team. Sometimes you have to be the or like being a leader on whatever team you're part of. Sometimes you have to be the first dude who sets foot on the battlefield. Sometimes you have to do the, be the first dude that's in the shit. And sometimes you have to be the last dude off. Guess what? Ronaldo, you know, the dudes on your team, this happened last year that you weren't the number one. You, you are one of the best penalty kickers in the world. Two years in a row, dog. You learned last year. Why are you not setting up this year and being like, you know what? I learned last year. This time I'll take it number one. And then give your team that 1-0 advantage because you know you're going to score. And guess what? Pull a TJ Oshie and maybe step back up third or step back up fourth or fifth or whatever. Sneak a little extra one in there. Sneak an <laughs> extra one in there. I don't, even think, I, I don't think you can do that. but He can't do that at all. But, but, I mean, start, but, but start it out on a good note. He deserves to lose back to back if he's not going to shoot penalties. Exactly, he deserves it. Uh, suck it, Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all we have on that. Yeah, that's all we have on that point. <laughs> oh man! All right, so the big news, the big news that we've been waiting for, that we've been teasing, is yeah, the, the last the, the last three weeks, yeah, of UEFA Champions League. The return is start slated for August seventh with the final being played in Lisbon 
on the 23rd. Great city. Oh, it's a, such a great city. It was, I had a blast visiting there. <laughs> that, that oh, yeah, for awesome. sure. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? We should just go there for champion. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> when is it? August 23rd? Yeah, I'll be down. <laughs> all right see you there buddy live live right. live podcast from lisbon all right this is a pressure moment who do you got winning the champions league this year there's 12 teams left do you want to know who they are l- l- let me hear the 12 teams and i'll give you my pick juventus man city atletico atalanta real madrid napoli <laughs> atalanta barcelona chelsea Leipzig, PSG, Bayern Munich, and Lyon. How did so many shit teams get into the fucking top twelve? I mean, it's got it's, <laughs> it's got the it's got eight blue bloods, but yeah, there's there's quite a. Um, I'm gonna go Homer on this one. Oh, I. I, I don't I don't I don't think there's a I don't I don't think there's a team that can get past Bayern this year. I don't think there's a team. Such a chotch. I don't think there's a team. I'm so willing to say that Bayern might be the team that I, I might put a little pizza money on Bayern to win the Champions League. You don't have the stones. <laughs> I got the money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. If you're going Bayern, I'm going PSG. Okay. Well, yeah, of course. We're, you, I'm wearing a Germany jersey. You're wearing a France jersey. Obviously, we got to go Bayern versus PSG. Okay. All right. Well, you know what? You know what? For Let's the fans out there, for the fans out there, we'll put a little jersey bet. Right. Oh. A jersey bet. If Bayern wins, Jermaine has to buy me the next year's Bayern kit. Okay, so whatever they release in uh, 2021, 2022. And if PSG wins, I have to buy Jermaine the 2021, 2022 PSG kit. Do you agree on that, Jermaine? Oh, deal. Hands down. <laughs> Let's go. And if, I, nobody, and if nobody wins, then good luck to the competitors. <laughs> the only thing more consistent than Bayern winning the Bundesliga is Bayern not winning the Champions League? So I'm yeah, in the dude, clear. Yeah. Let's go. It's a pretty solid bet. <laughs> There's a bunch of doof teams in there, though. Yeah, dude. So what's so funny is it's speaking on Bundesliga a little further. Timo Werner he was in the Champions League. Like he had a chance to win it all. <laughs> yeah. And he said, nah, doc. He said, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break to play for Chelsea next year. He's like, I'll, I'll forgo the rest of. Jan- which means, which means, all the all all of you guys out there that took RB Leipzig to win the Champions League, you y'all idiots, <laughs> y'all just lost all that pizza money, dog. Yeah. Uh, so we'll touch on the the second um, tier cup below UCL, which is the Europa, um, and that one restarts for August fifth with the final being played August twenty first. And similar to the Champions League uh, being all throughout Portugal, this one's going to be all throughout Germany. It's got uh, Cologne, Duisburg, Dusseldorf, 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 and Gelsenkirchen. Uh, and that was very good. That was very good. Oh, for a non, that was very good for a non-German speaker. 
Don't even speak it, baby. Let's go. Uh, and that's that's the big soccer news. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped that it's back, dude. And Bleacher Report covers it now. That's the best part, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. For sure. You get to buy the games on Bleacher Report Live. Oh, dude. Oh, can you actually? Yeah, dude. You, you, have you not done that before? No. Yeah, so Bleacher Report Live, uh, they have the deal with UCL. So if you want to watch that specific matchup, you can just pay. I think it's like – I know you can subscribe to Bleacher Report Live, like similar to other streaming services because they ha- provide – all all sorts of sporting events mm-hmm. but like um but you can buy like the individual games on there so shit that's pretty tight dude yeah yeah that is pretty dope yep all right so on to to sport uh it's not sports news on to the video game news so yeah. i mean this thoughts? is what are your thoughts on the ps5 dog <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it looks like somebody took a flower pot that my mom has in her house and, and church it up a little bit. It, it looks like Lily just started kindergarten. Yeah. It looks like, it looks like a drawing that Lily had and it was like, daddy, this is the new video game system. <laughs> She's doing arts and crafts with her group. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing that I do like about it though, is that I think they advertise like the price leaks. They advertise. Amazon did. Yeah. Amazon did. Amazon had the price leaks that the 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 disc version was like six hundred bucks, and the digital download version was like five hundred bucks. So that's that's something that I liked a lot because I have a lot of digital downloads on my PS4 right now. So it was five sixty five if you wanted the disc, and uh, four fifty if you wanted the disc list. Oh hell yeah! So that's actually a pretty good price point, uh, especially with the uh, you know performance specs that these systems are coming out with. And actually, Jermaine, a game on PS4 just dropped. Uh, I I don't know if it was Eastern time, but just dropped my time forty five minutes ago. Yeah, so midnight Eastern time. Yeah. 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 Ooh man, that's one. Of, so it's the sequel to one of the greatest games <sighs> ever ever created and that being the last of us two and if that trailer didn't get you jacked for the character development that's coming uh you first of all check your pulse <laughs> by the way by the way uh room 303 predicted hashtag ellie's evil into she's taking the plunge dog she's gonna become negan <laughs> shout, no. out, shout out walking dead reference dog yeah dude and they're gonna kill her significant other, bro. Oh, but she's she's a lesbo. She is, yeah. But you can so they're gonna kill. So they're gonna kill her significant other, turning her evil. Correct. And then she's gonna kill the dog from the first one. <laughs> you heard it here first. Room three hundred three predicted. Room three. Room three hundred three. Don't even need to play the game. Don't save, play the game. We'll play the game for you. Saved you the time. <laughs> That's right. Oh man! And then so uh, some more bummer of news. I hate that they announced video game the way they announced video games because now Cyberpunk's twenty seventy seven is pushed back yet again. God, that looks like such a fucking dope game. No, dude. I was. I'm. It's. It was supposed to be out almost a year ago already. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Here we it's are. Almost, it's going to be out by 2077, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you'll be able to play it before then. Don't worry. Uh, but November 19th is the release date on that. <laughs> that sucks so bad, dude. I know. That was does devastating. Do you have the uh, specs pulled up for the PS5 and the Xbox? Uh, I can, yeah. Keep keep talking about. So we had a couple of, of sports game releases. Oh, yeah. So we'll touch on that. Well, not releases per se, but uh, announcements. We'll, that's how we'll phrase it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Madden 21 released their cover athlete, and it's none other than the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson, with a release date slated for August 28th. Uh, dude, that's actually the weekend of the fantasy draft. Dude, so... Madden 21 release, August 28th. Tune in because there might be the first ever in-person podcast complete with YouTube special of fantasy draft shenanigans. <laughs> Watch out. Keep a, keep an eye on that. I got the specs pulls up. Pulled up we got we, we to undersell and over-deliver, dog. You can't just That's give right. away all stuff oh yeah no that's nothing nothing's happening that weekend <laughs> it's not confirmed yet due to scheduling uh due to the fucking navy <laughs> yeah okay sorry that's- was that was it was that a little angry <laughs> that was not very pc sir. oh yeah sorry <laughs> if there's right, pod- so- anything it's pc if, right. if we have we're anything we're pc so i gotta so- pull up <laughs> So I'm team Xbox, your team PlayStation, despite me owning all the systems and really being team Nintendo. So you, so you, so, so you read off Xbox. Uh, I will. So we'll, we'll go down the line. I'll do CPU first. You do yours. We'll do GPU. We'll do memory. We'll do bandwidth. We'll do optical drive. Yeah. Um, uh, First of all, for the record, Nintendo switch was the best uh, next gen console. Um, You can't buy it anymore though. I've, 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 tried to, I've tried to buy it. They're like $450. I'm not trying to spend that. Oh, I'm going to put you in on game, dog. What you do is you go onto the secondary market and you buy a Nintendo Switch that's modded and it has all the games on it already. Like, oh, all, sick, all, like all the Super Marios, the Zeldas. And then the best part is, is because that person probably already had the Switch. You'll get their, their pro controller. You'll get the game case. You'll get the screen protector all for the extra skinny that you don't have to pay. The you top. got the hookup for me. Uh, I mean, I could look, I got, I'll just search your zip code area. That's oh, where I got, pick. that's where I got mine. So I paid less than market price for just a Nintendo switch. And I got the pro controller, the joy cons with the, with the handles, I got a case for the switch. I got a case for video games. I got a um, screen protector and I got like four games with it for less than the market price of the switch. Damn. That's yeah. pretty good. No, only suckers buy it at the store. <laughs> All right. So the GP, the CPU on the Xbox is is an 8x Zen 2 cores at 3.8 gigahertz. That's all nerd stuff for saying it looks good. <laughs> yeah, the fucking the the CPU on the PlayStation is the same thing, but
but eight times Zen 2 cores at 3.5 gigahertz. So a little bit less than the Xbox Series X. That's what you're going to see throughout the progression of this is that PS5 is like just a little bit less. Yeah, just just a little less. All right. So for the GPU, it's uh, 12 teraflops, which was what they were that they were beating their chest about that before they even fully announced the specs. They were like, it's going to have 12 teraflops. <laughs> so, no, so, so nobody knows what that means. But again, like I said, PS5 has less. They have 10.3 teraflops. So, Yeah, well, so teraflops is just the performance of the graphics, and it's what allows for the, the number of uh, pixels per like refresh rate. So that's what that's what maximizes the graphics. But first so of all, PS so PS five has less than that. Exactly. And so, but first of all, if you're buying a video game for graphics, you're doing it all wrong. Gameplay is more important than graphics. That's why Minecraft is like one of the biggest games in the world, and it's like eight bit three D graphics stock. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So the memory or so the RAM. Uh, on the Xbox is 16 gigabytes GDDR6, which is just the latest hotness of RAM. It's it's the same on the PS5, 16 gigabytes GDR GDDR6, but it's 120 156 bit. 256. 256 bit. Yeah, I said 156. Whatever. That's not even a thing, Doc. <laughs> All right, That's so like antiquated. So then uh, the memory bandwidth is 10 gigabytes at 560 gigabytes per second or 6 gigabytes at 336 gigabytes per second. Just depends on the model of Xbox One X you're getting. So PS5 kind of just says it just doesn't list options. They just say 448 gigabytes per second. No gigabytes at. They just say this is the download rate you get. So. And then, so optical drive, which is uh, going to be optional. Each each system has a digital only option, right? But if you do g- pursue the optical drive uh, format, it'll be 4K ultra high definition Blu-ray, and it's the same for the PS5. So, <laughs> and the internal storage is one terabyte with a custom N. VME solid state drive. And so that custom variability that's built into it allows them to increase the load speeds because it uses memory on the drive itself as a a form of volatile RAM to help uh, increase load speed and maintain maximum uh, pixel, the maximum pixels per, you know, per second for graphics. Six sick. So Xbox offers one terabyte of memory. Uh, PS4 also offers uh, a custom eight twenty five gigabyte solid state drive. So a little bit less. Uh, you would assume that one terabyte com- compared to eight twenty five gigabyte is PS5 will probably have a little bit slower loading times, right? Because they have less memory to to draw from that solid state drive. Yeah, it's probably going to be inconsequential, though. Uh, <laughs> probably. It's going to be like two seconds. Yeah, and people are still going to bitch about it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's the best part, dude. All right, so what are some of the games that you're looking at for 
for the for these systems? Like, what are the ones that you're most hyped for? Uh, so obviously the ones that they that 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 they came out with right for the the uh, PS5, right? So Star Wars Squadrons, right, is obviously a game I'm looking at. Dude, I watched the gameplay trailer today. I'm yeah, hyped. I'm hyped. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Um, a couple of other games. I think there was. Are you hyped about the Spider Man game? Yeah, th- there was a bunch of. So I, I didn't really, I didn't play the other. Uh, I didn't play the other. The, um. <laughs> I haven't. I, I haven't played the last couple of Star Wars games. What do you mean, last couple of Star Wars games? Just because I just haven't. They've they've let me down, so I don't want to be. I don't want to be let down in expectations again. Dude, Fallen Order is one of the best games out right now. Haven't played it. Well, I'm telling you right now, you should stop podcasting and go buy it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do that because I we we have we have a contract with the people to not do that. <laughs> All right, fine. Be selfish. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna be selfish. I'm gonna give the people what they want. All right. So you're clearly struggling re- recalling all these things, but did, so they announced Hitman three. Nah, I never played it in the Hitman games. So oh, okay. Well, look at you. You're eh, in every video game like Spider Man. Eh. <laughs> are they giving Are they giving me a, a Nathaniel Drake game again? They haven't announced anything on that. I actually don't think they are, dude. But uh, Ratchet and Clank is getting a, a new game. That so I I saw that release, and it's kind of just like that's a game I played when I was like, I don't know, man. I, it, it, I I'm not excited for maybe that's how I know I'm old is I'm just not excited for any of these. Gotcha. No, so that that was one thing that. Everyone seemed like super hype about the PlayStation like announce video, which usually happens around like E3 time. Everyone gets super hype. But when I was watching it, I was like, there wasn't anything really. Um, that, I don't know. That, 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 that blew that your mind, that, right? Thing that really grabbed me. No, there wasn't. Yeah. So I'm excited for Horizon Forbidden West, right? This yeah. But, but I never I, played the original game, so. Again, that's another really all-time great game. For sure. But uh yeah, I don't I don't know. So really what I I'm excited for a lot more of the Xbox games because there seems to be this uh unfamiliar variability with what they've announced, right? Uh so you got their staple that's going to be a uh launching summer, I mean not summer. It's going to be launching winter 2020, which is the new Halo, which is First of all, that's gonna be epic. Yeah, so, obviously. Yeah, and multiple so, multiple millions of copies sold. Yeah, Halo Infinite is gonna be fantastic, right? And so you can book my excitement for that because I still think Halo is one of the greatest games ever made, right? So that Scorn, that first person trailer. Remember we talked about it when Xbox did their first. That's right. Yep. That trailer looks so spooky. I'm on board for that. So that looks really, really cool. Um, and then some of their third-party titles are, are what kind of jumps out more than uh, the PlayStation ones. And let me make sure I get get the ones I want to spotlight correctly. Yeah, yep. fucking P- 
PS five is not it, it, it. They just, a lot of the titles that they released was just kind of like a, eh, an EH for me, just a, eh, like, yeah. a, okay. Like, uh, like y- you and I are going to be live streaming, uh, or not live stream, but we're going to be creating a Twitch account for when Madden 21 comes out. So shout out to listeners. Keep a lookout for that. When Madden 21 comes out, we're going to be playing that on PlayStation. Yeah, franchise mode. And uh, well, see, you can tune in on Twitch on any system. So that's the beauty of that. But we'll be doing a franchise mode on that. We still haven't decided what team we will be, but usually we pick a really awful one. And I, I see us picking the Cincinnati Bengals. Or the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, a little Minshew mania. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can throw a bunch of picks with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Dude, but we could we could we could take Joe Burrow to the to the to the ship, dog. We already took Joe Burrow to the ship. <laughs> we did already take him. But uh oh I wanted to spot the let me bright memory infinite is one game that I'm really That's yeah, I I think you mentioned that already. Yeah, it's that first person action that that looks trippy. And then uh we talked about bloodlines and the ascent, but Dude, second extinction. So this three, is three these, players, are all, these are all Xbox games, right? These are the Xbox ones, yeah. So it's a three-player co-op shooter <laughs> in a world overrun by mutated dinosaurs. <laughs> well, I mean, you've you've got me hooked. Where, 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 where do I need to be? Oh, I'm so hyped! But yeah, so and then you have like the big, the big, uh, you know, AAA games that are coming to the systems like cyberpunk 2077 um you know 2k madden you have uh valhalla which i'm super hype on that game oh ac yeah and then and then fifa announced the october 9th release date right uh dude would you look up the nba 2k release date oh well yeah and then, so there was another three-player co-op game that is being announced uh, for the end of 2020 called Outriders. Uh, that one's on PS5 and Xbox. That that has some promise to it. I'm just, what, is, what is that? What is that based in? Uh, it's it's another three-player co-op where <laughs> from the creator. <laughs> all right, all right, Google NBA 2K21 initial release date 2020. No, Google. That's not when it comes out. <laughs> Dude, you're the worst Google search. God, yeah. <laughs> has, it, has it been announced yet? Oh, you know what? Maybe it's not. Maybe it I hasn't. I don't think it's been announced yet. Wow, that's actually pretty, pretty outrageous. But, <clears throat> oh, man. So let's see the premise of Outriders, right? Humanity's effort to colonize the alien planet Enoch went astray as the expedition team encountered a massive energy storm known as the Anomaly during during their search for a mysterious signal, which may indicate hope for humanity's future. Not the Anomaly. (laughs) Not the Anomaly. That's what we should call Kyrie. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, he's a bitch fit. Dude, so the storm grants the inhabitants and colonists superpowers. Oh, yeah. And then there's four classes. The, <laughs> the, the trickster 
who oh. manipulates time, the pyromancer who manipulates Oh, the Germane. <laughs> the Devastator who unleashes seismic attacks, and the fourth one's not yet revealed. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that I I watched that trailer and I was I got a little hype for that one. Yeah, so so NBA 2K21 hasn't been released yet, so the previous the previous dates from 17, 18, 19, 20 have been released in September. So they're thinking in September is in the first week of September. First or second week of September is when they're going to release it. Word. That'll be interesting because that, that game's going to come out as, you know, the Lakers are hoisting the chip. Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll feature something like that, and then they got to have a reduced season for 2021. Yeah, dude. Oh man, we're we're in such a weird time for sports. Good thing we start. Good thing we started a sports podcast. Good thing. <laughs> we, we definitely didn't start at the worst time to start a sports podcast ever. <laughs> Yo, so I was I was uh, I got an email today from AMC because you know I'm an avid movie uh, movie buff. Yeah, and I was just like, "Fuck yeah!" They're they're so they're set to reopen their theaters on July 15th. I was pretty excited about that. So, I know we don't talk about this a lot, but when AMC re- reopens their theaters, everybody buy AMC stock. Oh, so you do want to incorporate stocks into the podcast? No, all that all that pushback, and look at you, <laughs> look at you. you so AMC, have- so AMC is on the verge of bankruptcy. So when I say buy their stocks, I'm not telling you to buy their stocks. I'm just saying I would buy their stocks. <laughs> And we know, dude. That's that's got to be a T-shirt. I'm not saying to buy their stock. I'm not. I'm not saying buy it, but I'm saying buy it. If I was a betting man, if and I, I am, and I am. So, 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 merch to come. Merch to come uh, shortly. Jermaine, though, let's 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 move to our to our finest part of the show, and it's find him and cut him. So there was there was quite a few. Quite a few candidates this week, but we narrowed it down to a major annoyance of mine, and that is retired combat athletes. <laughs> like, I'm getting real sick and tired of every single one of these guys, Brett Farving and Michael Jordan, Jordaning us, and just announcing they're retiring, and then. Maybe a year later after they've juiced up on steroids or done whatever they wanted to do because they're out of the USADA testing system. Uh, they just announced the random comeback. The latest uh, culprit is Alexander Gustafson. I mean, two weeks ago, we were talking about Mike Tyson coming back at the age of 53. And fighting uh, a, fighting the 50-year-old Evander Holyfield. Conor McGregor's retired 37,612 times. Uh, John I Jones. I think this is thirty-seven thousand six hundred thirteenth. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm, it's it's easy to lose lose track at this point. I'm just sick and tired of it. D- you don't have to fight every year, but you don't have to make an absolute statement of I'm I'm done. I'm done. This is my last fight. Thank you all very much. You have Henry Cejudo who just retired, and. And then Henry Cejudo retires, and he's like, "Oh, there's one fight I'll come back for if you let me go for this other title." And I'm like, "Nah, dog, then don't retire. Don't retire, dog." Floyd Floyd Mayweather, 
that dude retires at least twice a year. Yeah. You know, and he retired so many times that he kept. But then, the but, but then he only comes back for the big fight. God, I'm just sick and tired of it. So combat athlete retirements, you're fine and cut because fine and cut. you're as consistent as a comic book hero's death, right? It's not a matter of if it doesn't happen. It's a matter of when, when does he come back? Exactly. Death and of Superman next year. He's back. As four different Supermen. As four different <laughs> Supermen. <laughs> what a convoluted way to bring the char- character back. We could, we, remember- we, could, we could talk for hours on comic books. Oh, man. So I remember they brought, they killed Bruce Wayne, right? And then Dick Grayson took over the mantle mm-hmm. of, of Batman. Yeah. And there was like a three-part issue series called The Battle for the Cow that led up to it. It was dope because they, they, they went to every single person in the, in the Batverse and like – as the Batverse and like explored how they would be Batman. And the obvious choice was Dick Grayson. I mean, he's the first Robin, right? And he's, and he's it's dope. But then they wrote the, the way that Grant Morrison wrote Bruce Wayne back. I was just like, Grant, you lost me, bro. You're no yeah. longer. Yeah, that, it's it's <laughs> not going to happen like that. They had, like it was like a six part issue series of Batman slowly creeping back to the current time from an older time. So he was like a caveman and then he was like a pilgrim. <laughs> so, the, so basically he was trying to say there was always a Batman. <laughs> Some shenanigans like that. <laughs> there was like caves with writings of bats and Batmans. And I was like, Grant Morrison, this is the worst thing I've ever read. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh man. What a what a trash, trash, trash ride it. Alright, was was always we support you guys or we appreciate you guys supporting us. We support you guys, you support us. We support you supporting us. <laughs> I don't know. Did I just so so I've so I've now I've blown the intro and the outro, so <laughs> Dude, there's a reason why I I intro every time. (laughs) Maybe you should just stick to trivia. Oh, wait. You can't even do that. You can't even do that right. 50% blow rate. You tried to do the outro without giving me the trivia question. So, first of all, yeah, we did do that. God damn it. All right. So, the trivia question we we asked today was, what was the highest grossing sports video game of all time? The highest grossing sports video game of all time, Jermaine, and my no listeners. One, no, no one got this, dude. I guarantee it. Was Wii Sports. <laughs> 82.9 million copies were sold, making it the top-selling single-platform exclusive of all time. Wii Sports, the top-selling sports game of all time. Suck it, man. <laughs> suck it 2k suck it nba street suck it at mlb the show that's actually a pretty good game i love that game i actually uh started playing it with you actually that's the first time i played it we made my we made my 1980s pitcher dog just hell throwing yeah dude just throwing gas Dude, he looked like straight out of the eighties with the mutton chops and the glasses. It looks like you right now. 
If you were to play, you'd be a pitcher in the 80s. <laughs> Just throwing gas. Oh, so do, so do we want to update the people on Nick's men's league? Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and touch on that, dude. Let's oh. <laughs> So I so I, I I had my first men's league game this weekend. Shout out Chesapeake Sharks. You can follow them on Twitter at Chesapeake Sharks. I threw against the best team in the league, five innings, three hits, one earned run, six strikeouts, four walks. Ugh, he K'd up two innings. Get out of here, babe. Four walks, though. Four walks, dog. Yeah, it's the start of the season, dog. <laughs> oh, you just giving, you just just giving, giving bases to people, but then snatching them up. You just giving bases on ball. Hey, listen, hey, listen. First base is free. Second base ain't. <laughs> you got to earn it. Yeah, you got to earn second base. And guess what? They ain't earn it. <laughs> Canicorn. <laughs> Hey man, I'm proud of you for that one. Can accord. That's very good. <laughs> oh man. Dude, I don't know how people do it. Standing in that batter's box taking a curveball is some spooky stuff. Yeah, and now I, I I would actually when I come out to Phoenix, I might like I might be done with the season, so my arm's gonna be in prime shape, so I might throw to you again. <laughs> and, awesome. and and see if you can touch anything. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that, dude. I was spooked, bro. And I was doing it without a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of shenanigans? I was like, you do it without a helmet, like I'm going to throw at your head. Like, I'm going to be like, oh, no helmet? That's a whole lot of trust in you to hit the strike zone, though. Bro, and I always hit ob- the strike zone. Obviously, you dealt with the four walks. I only walked four dogs, dude. <laughs> 16, 16 balls. I only I, I only faced five. Uh, so in five innings, I only faced five above the minimum. What? Well, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't understand. You just broke my brain. What does that mean? So if I were so so, I pitched five innings. You have to face three batters an inning, right? That's the minimum. So five times three, I would have had to face fifteen batters to face oh, the face, minimum. Face I faced 20. twenty batters. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. That's about that's it's about what point what is that? Point eight something extra batter in any point yeah. eight something. I basically I, I I basically faced one extra batter in inning. If you want yeah. to do it like that. So I faced yeah. four ba- four batters when I should have faced three batters. Yeah. That's actually that's actually not bad at all. Yeah, not bad against the best and team in the league. If, not bad. If, so if we you, have if you scrap the four walks. There <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's like a legit game. That's like I threw a legit game. <laughs> but I, but, but we have a game. We have a game coming up this Sunday against not the best team in the league. I'm already starting, so we'll update you after the Sunday how well I did. So, uh, well, give us a little more details. How many teams are in the league? Um, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of details here. I got it. I got to pull it up. If if you guys want to check on the league online, obviously this is a men's league, but it has a homepage. The homepage um is uh if you search on Google H R N A B A. 
uh, Hampton Roads, you'll get to the the homepage. It's gonna be seven. It's gonna be baseball seven five seven. In the league, there are two leagues. There's the American League and the National League. Ooh, there really- are five teams in the American League, four teams in the National League, so nine teams total. Okay, so you guys play each other once before playoffs. Yeah, so we play. Well, no, we play each other twice before playoffs. One game a week. Yeah, so we play. I actually, I actually, I don't know. So we play. We play a playoffs. So so playoffs. So the only thing I know is that playoffs will be like the first week of September. Okay. So we play teams <laughs> until the first week of September, and then we play the the championship will be first week of September. So put back two weeks for that and you know well you're just full of information on your league yeah yeah <laughs> hopefully you come prepared yeah yeah Ooh, they got a player section here for what i'm on, i'm on the page bro the 757 yeah so if you look at stats right now and you uh go to the top the top has stats in it and you can look through all the people uh, on here, you can scroll down to pitching stats. Oh, there he is, Chachi Chacherson. There himself. he is, number eleven. Great. Yeah, it was the number I was given, not the number I chose. Five innings, twenty batters faced. What? This says twenty batters faced. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, that's five above replay. Yeah, that's right. Never mind. Sorry. Quick, quick maths. <laughs> Three hits, one run, one earned run, four walks. Four yo, walks. Yo, the six Ks is dope. One point four zero whip. Yeah, not good. You want that a little lower, don't you? Yeah, walks. So whip stands for walks, hits per innings pitch. So I want that a little bit lower. I want it below one. <laughs> below one is elite, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we always shoot for elite, don't we? How is how did you allow one earned run and have an ERA of one point four? Uh, so it's one earned run over over one divided by five times nine. Oh yeah, that makes so, sense. So everything is times I was, nine. I always forget about that. Yeah. Opponent batting average, though. Look at that, dog. One eighty seven, dog. One eighty seven. <laughs> Sit him down. Sit him down. Take a seat. Sit him down. I guess oh, the best man. team in the league, dog. I can feel your head getting bigger over chat. It's almost like I played <laughs> in college, dog. This is the official collegiate baseball podcast of NC State University. I'm just going to focus on your walks, though. That's a terrible. Yeah, number. that's terrible. Four walks, not good. What are you, leading the league in walks? Probably. You are. That's why I said that. I mean, you're you're tied. But Listen, I just want to lead the league in everything. All right, <laughs> that doesn't fit my narrative. I'm not going to say tied for the lead. <laughs> Wait, was there a dude that threw less innings than me and walked more people? Oh, one thousand percent. Yeah, hold on. Let's see. Yeah, this dude. Oh, actually, never mind. Sorry. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a dude who has two innings, four walks. What a what a fucking loser. Oh, dude, the dude above him has 1.2 innings and four walks. <laughs> bro, locate, bro. Yeah, but this other guy 
for the Chesapeake Hawkeyes had six innings, four walks. So he's better than you. Yeah, I guess so. How many strikeouts did he have? Four. <laughs> he Loser. 1.17 whip and 1.58 batting average. Bro, if you can't K if you can't K him up, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> what a charge, dude. You're such a charge. All right. Well, this, this, said, let's wrap this back. This way. brings us to the natural end. Obviously, we appreciate you guys, your guys' support. We couldn't be here. We couldn't do this without you guys. Support us. You know the hashtag on Instagram at podcast room room three hundred three. Like I said on Saturday, when I get these finalized, we'll post the Belmont Stakes picks. Right, win show place, and. It'll be our second, our second. Uh, ho- hopefully, this isn't a fade us type of thing. No, 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 no. First of all, podcast motto: fade yeah, us. Yeah. So, so, so don't don't take these picks. But if you take these picks, you might win a little bit of money. That's the only thing I'm confident in is my horse racing picks. Other than that, not good. Jermaine, what do you have to say to the people? The only thing I'm confident in is fade us. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you uh, for making this podcast international. That's right. International. All right. All right, guys. We love you. Stay safe. Be good. See ya. Peace up. A town down. <laughs> 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 <laughs>